Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 122 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> my name is Mary. <clears throat> Hi. We, we are off to a fantastic start. I that had was, to let that one out. I'm sorry. That was. Uh, some might even think that that was planned. That was so perfectly done. <laughs> um, it wasn't. Every, everyone will now just X Purely off. They're like, I'm not listening to you people. Organic material here. They're like, I'm not going to listen to these people cough in my ear. I'm out of here. This, we're done today. Uh, and by the way, we have a guest host today who's not going to cough in your ear. Please introduce uh, yourself, please. I I was about to, but <laughs> I won't do, do it. it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, no, I'm Shane Cashman, and I am the author and host of Tales from the Inverted World. How are you doing today? Pretty pretty good. Pretty good? How's the, how's the new book coming along? I have been stuffed in a dark closet <laughs> since October, and I'm slowly emerging. So it means it's going really well. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually a good sign. Yeah, that means, that, uh, that's awesome. it means the yeah, work is coming it's in. Going, it's going well, and our editor is getting 20 pages a week from me right now, and I'm sorry to all the writers in the newsroom. No, it's, <laughs> it's a favor, if anything, paying less attention to all of my weird grammatical oh, mistakes. Well, then yes. you're welcome. <laughs> uh, but today we're going we're gonna to steal you away, and we're yeah. going to borrow you for some uh, more stoked. general, uh, less ghost-heavy uh, 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 well, entertainment. Well, we dabble. This We're first topic. Yeah. This, this first topic actually could have been something harrowing from, uh, from Tales from the Inverted World. I'm taking so notes. We, uh, <laughs> we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. So we are going to talk about a new docu-series that's coming out about Army Hammer. And I think there's a bait and switch <laughs> in here a little bit. And we will get into that once we start talking about it. Then we have Katy Perry is getting the heck out of California because uh, uh, my guess is that she's somewhat smart, which is the smart thing to do would be to get the heck out of California. Uh, then we are also going to go into uh, what uh, so somebody brought it up to me yesterday off air uh, about like uh, the framing of, of uh, basically Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and how the fans are being perceived by people. And uh, earlier today I was talking to Mary about it and she echoed kind of exactly what was going on in my brain when I we discussed it. to what was going on yes. in your mind. Uh, in a way that yesterday That's I wasn't... a co-host. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that yesterday I wasn't really able to kind of put it to, to sentence. And so we're going to talk about that today. We got pod luck. We got a bunch of stuff. So if you guys are ready, are we ready? Should we just get started? We're ready. Are you ready? More often. Yes. <laughs> so ready. Ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, basically it says Army Hammer is <laughs> alleged cannibal. Army Hammer takes center stage in new TV project. And I do think that there's a bait and switch here because the name of the project is House of Hammer. 
Uh, and I, I started looking into his family, and it's actually really, really fascinating. Like mm. his dad, his granddad, his great-granddad, and, and we'll talk about that. But it says, uh, uh, to get started, it says, Remember when Army Hammer was so wholesome he could play the Lone Ranger and no one batted an eye? That feels like a lifetime ago that, that you could get away with that. Wasn't Johnny Depp in... Uh, uh, in that as well. Yes. Uh, oh, go figure there. It says, Today, Army Hammer's reputation has fallen so far that he's joined the ranks of Ted Bundy and Charlie Manson oh. as the subject of a true crime special coming from ID and Discovery. That is bull, right? Like, did, Not even close. Did, did you Dude. see the framing this is the caliber there? of like oh menaces to society that we have now? It's right. pathetic. To compare him to Ted Bundy. I, know. I mean, Charles Manson's another a thing, but Ted Bundy? <laughs> a legend in the serial killing world. Uh, we're trying to say safe, um, but like what he did in Florida, yeah. Go look it up. It's insane that they're going to compare this guy to that. Yeah. So, so uh, like, right off the bat, I'm like, really? Ch just like Charlie Manson? That's that's fantastic. Uh, I don't buy it. So, basically, it says, uh, ID and Discovery Plus have announced a new docudrama titled House of Hammer to be, currently, uh, to be currently in production. The TV special will not only document Hammer's personal scandal. That's what I believe is the hook for this because Cannibal... Uh, on the headline is very splashy and it makes a lot of sense. You know, mm -hmm. it gets eyes on things. Uh, let me pick up where we left at. So, so the, the, but it also promises to delve into five generation of his famous family's history using archival material and interviews with survivors. You note this, note this that is, word there. Survivors. Yes, this is confirmation of uh, vampires. By and the way. <laughs> uh, so survivors and family members. Like I don't know what family member is going to speak ill of, of them unless they're like actually like they're survivors. On the outs. <laughs> they, they must be the survivors. House of Hammer will explore what a press release described as dysfunctional dynasty with its male characters exhibiting. All the devastating consequences of privilege gone wrong. It's the most 2022 thing I have ever heard. Uh, basically, so me, I'm guessing that they married women and all those women are completely innocent. They did nothing wrong. They knew nothing about anything that was going on. But the, the Or they knew the whole time and ignored exactly. their gut feeling. Uh, <laughs> so Which was the taste of human flesh. <laughs> Uh, and we will get to that, but, but what's really fascinating is like his family is like deep in it. Uh, is in, he kind in American of a nepotism culture. child? I, I mean, Hollywood is kind of breeding ground for nepotism because mm -hmm. it's not what. You, first of all, when art is subjective, it's very easy to like. You can give them the role, and maybe they do good, maybe they do bad, but you can't really know for sure if somebody would have done better unless yeah. it's really, really awful. So nepotism is bred into that kind of world. Yep. There's plenty of actors who come from. Uh, famous stock that are also uh, uh, Emilio Estevez is a is a really good actor. True, yeah. uh, Charlie Sheen was a really good actor at certain yeah. things. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Exactly. That's a that's a good one. So it says uh, Army scandal stems from a string of allegations against the actor made by a number of women, which have included screenshots he made from a secret Instagram account. In those screenshots, Army allegedly discussed. Uh, can we say those words on? I don't know if we can actually say that word. Our word the, fantasies. Our word fantasies <laughs> and cannibal urges with other women in a number of private messages. One of his former girlfriends, fashion app founder Courtney, I think that's uh, Vusev, uh, you uh, should know this. Uh, given that I am uh, po Rantavik. Polish and Czech, I should know this, but I don't. You know, I'm Americanized. What can I Shame. say? Uh, Vukovic or Vusekovic, uh, one of the two. If I'm wrong, you can go ahead and leave a chat about how wrong I am. That's yeah. fine. Uh, uh, went public with allegations that Hammer would repeatedly talk about wanting to eat small pieces of her flesh. Quote, he said to me he wants to break my rib and barbecue and eat it, she told Page Six. I don't know if a rib is a small piece. I mean, um, <laughs> interesting. We, we noted that he wanted to barbecue it first. Yeah, See, yeah. his next gig should be a cookbook. 
That's what he really should do. He should make a cookbook. That's like that, or he should star in Cannibal Holocaust Part Two, uh, the sequel. <laughs> that would be like uh, him doing the O.J. Simpson. If I did it, yeah, yeah. like his own, his yeah. own. Well, didn't Bill Gates write a book about like uh, how to stop the uh, right? I, 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 never, I never know what we can say on here without getting in trouble. I like with, it. This is like a high wire act. Without your, without your, uh, <laughs> without your tech overlords like kicking you out and telling you to get get out of here. Please don't. So it says an unidentified woman has also come forward claiming that Army Hammer. Uh, R-word and abused her uh, during a four-year relationship. Uh, the attack allegedly took place in Los Angeles in April of 2017, during which the woman, who is only known as Effie, interestingly enough, if I remember correctly, the Instagram account was called House of Effie, which is kind of like the name of the of the documentary, which of mm. House of Hammer. Uh, he should wear hammer pants in all the clips. That's what he should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes uh, Claims she was R-word And beaten by the now 35 year old actor Over the course of a four hour period That is a long uh, time to yeah. that, is, that, that was like And you mentioned something really interesting to me earlier Which is that you don't remember Like all of these stories come out and it all starts to run together and blend together. It felt like a uh, still kind of one of those COVID things that we were all talking about the same thing at once. Yeah. And this happened yeah. to be it that that week or that month. Yep. And it, I, I literally don't remember these allegations same. at all. I remember uh, solely these screenshots of the like weird text messages and us laughing about like how absurd it is. Like he's weird. Yeah. And he's how it's like embarrassing for him or whatever. I had no knowledge of any serious allegations like this. Do you remember the cop from New York? I think it's in New York who got in trouble for something similar. No. His, his uh, wife, I believe, found like literature about him, like fantasy he had about cooking her. I don't know what happened with him. That is, um, he should have just said it was a creative writing class. That's what that. I'm saying. Like if they looked at that's what I Google, <laughs> I was at the writing. I was, I was at the annex, and I, I just I took a creative uh, writing class, yeah. and they said uh, they said talk about something that really gets you gets you going. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, he, I'm going to write a whole book about cannibals. I just love the totally way. They are. Normal. <laughs> totally normal. Like hey, uh, what's the? It's like uh, don't kink shame Army Hammer because he wants to cook a chick's rib. That's that's his it's own crazy business. Right. Because that was actually part of the discourse back when this was popular off was like you guys are really vanilla if you think that like army hammer is weird for talking about cooking and eating his his girlfriends um that was literally <laughs> part of the yeah, discourse I, at I, the time I unbelievably had a, i had so. a roommate who wanted to cut her own hand off yeah like, that was like she was into that that's kind of a stuff. thing so yeah. I, she should probably thing. find army I don't yeah know where she is now. that's a match you're out there right um i know a cannibal for you uh <laughs> so so i but the thing is uh. i think that this will be just as much about his father and his grandfather who are both his dad ran uh, uh an oil company like his great-grandfather started an oil company so his great-grandfather's an industrialist an oil tycoon uh dad be blood. and then yes uh and then his dad so army's dad so his, uh the great-grandfather's son so army's dad wow. took over the oil company and they had like a famous art gallery that I guess like went belly up in 2011 because they got caught uh, buying and selling like 80 million in like uh, counterfeit art huh. um, forged artwork wow. so uh, and then the great granddad if I have this uh, I'm sorry the grandfather not the great grandfather uh, was known as I have the quote here it says best known for his ties to Ox uh, Occidental Petroleum uh, the hmm. company of his late oh that's his uh, okay I'm sorry I want to go to the this is for his so this is Army Hammer's grandfather Armand Hammer and yes they did have stake in the company Armand Hammer I, I was like that can't sorry. not be true right so what? it says was an American businessman and manager uh, business manager and owner most cl 
closely associated with Occidental Petroleum, a company he ran from 57 until his death. He was called Lenin's Chosen Capitalist by the press uh, and was known for his art collection and close ties to the Soviet Union. So he was part of, uh, he, he gave money illegally to, uh, to Nixon's Watergate fund <laughs> mm. and also like was part of like, he was really deep into like the Republican party. Yeah. So the, I think what the documentary will do, it uses the cannibalism as the hook, but becomes just like, uh, all the men in this family yeah. are toxically masculine yeah. and evil. Yep. It's and not that they're like toxically masculine, whatever you want to call it. They, they're literally just like corrupted cannibals yeah i mean whether they're cannibalizing society or mm, or nice. women yeah they're cannibals that's a, that's good thank you so much what was that that what was that uh, Holy shane's, mackerel. shane's uh first time yes are, <laughs> i'm gonna start pole dancing now uh, <laughs> thank you perfect yeah no, you perfect. and dane are both like what? really into one that. item at a time i told dane to be better if he dropped pig's blood on you guys and he said Money nope. was better. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it says. Uh, so his dad is still is still alive and uh, became turned Christian upon marrying his wife in the benefactor. So they're very much part of that industry. Uh, like the the great grand or the grandfather was a Republican and all this stuff. And I really think that in these things they love to to crap on this type of stuff. I thought something that was really funny the other day. I was looking through Hulu and there's a, a documentary about um, um, Ms. Maxwell. Uh, who went to jail recently hmm. next to Ms. Mr. Uh, I don't know if we're like, literally, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Am I allowed to I say, to say Galen, uh, Maxwell, uh, Ghislaine yeah. Maxwell, yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. yeah. Now uh, you're in trouble. So, yes. Um, so her next to Epstein and then it's a photo of like, her and Epstein and then Trump. And I think, I don't know if it was Ivanka, but they're all in the same picture. And the name of the documentary was Partners in Crime, which is framing at its That's highest. Crazy. <laughs> uh, like he was in pictures with so many everybody. people. Yeah. Everybody. He was in a picture with uh, John Paul II. Yeah. Right. So, so so it's like it's absolutely done on purpose to you know besmirch the the name of that person, mm-hmm. and this is how the media works. But I, that does not to say that this documentary couldn't actually be super fascinating. Oh yeah, it I just, does sound it does. interesting. Actually, it does. I just don't have any faith that they will be <clears throat> even handed in any of their uh, right. uh, like how they per, you know like, give put the information forward. We everyone's breezing by the word alleged. Yes, <laughs> it <laughs> says alleged. <laughs> We don't know if he ate people. My biggest problem here... He didn't, though. Like, we know that he didn't. Yeah. A bunch of... Not yet. A bunch of the articles don't say alleged. Like, I had to put alleged in the thing that we're talking about today. But a lot of them just say, uh, Army Hammer, the cannibal. I'm like, (laughs) what? Like, couldn't you at least write, like... Uh, a cannibal fetishist or something like that, which is maybe not quite as spicy. It's too wordy, but, Brett. Uh, yes, I know. I'm 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 long winded. <laughs> that's not I, clickbait. I can't help. I, I can't help. Like that's the hardest. But part. I agree. Yeah, like, I agree. So it's like you guys like couldn't do him that uh, that uh, that little bit of or justice. yourselves the favor legally, right? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right when they get sued. Uh, so it was. It was. That's like the least that. interesting thing about it yeah. because like. The story is that, yeah, this guy is so um, wealthy and bored right. that this is the stuff that he thinks about. Like, right. like he has yeah. nothing to do. And then you start testing the limits of of your power over to, over people and Morality. what you can convince them is normal. Yeah. Right. It's also hard right. to want to talk about this stuff because it's like when, when like you said earlier, you said like when this happened, you kind of just, it all lumped together and you're like, this is crazy. And now you're hearing all these far more right. serious accusations, but they're still just accusations. And given the world being in the state that it is, I have a hard time taking anyone's word for something right off the bat. If you do not go to the cops 
file a police report and attempt to have, uh, you know, and I know that that's humiliating and I know that that's awful, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, sometimes to get justice in a, in a situation like that, her, like a form of like, like a Herculean effort needs to be made to bring that person to justice or you're just passing the, the buck on to the next person right. that that person attacks. And without that being seen, I don't know if I can in good conscience anymore just take someone's word for it especially and it's almost to their detriment when the allegations start to be about cannibalism I'm like can you really take any of this seriously it's it's really bothering me because like cannibalism was not part of the allegation at all it was literally just some like passing note oh yeah and he like messaged me on Instagram stuff about wanting to barbecue my rib because he was bored and too shy to say it in person. Like, what a loser. But, but this is what the, <laughs> this is what the media does, though. They have to take something and sensationalize it yeah. to what? a point. You know, they, they make money off those clicks. How shy can he be? Like, it's a good, like, he's a handsome dude. Like, that's, that's funny that he's too shy to I mean, to maybe not shy, but, like, he's just... He's a weirdo. So you're saying like, boredom and money breeds cannibalism? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I am kind of saying that. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, we could like take that to to other conversations, but like <laughs> let's not. I'm just saying it if you're powerful and bored enough, then you will begin testing the limits of your power yeah. on the people uh who Maybe not are the al- most vulnerable. I wouldn't say always, but a certain type of person would have that inclination, I guess. Did either of you watch the following? No. no. The show the following? Okay. Uh, in the show the following, uh, it was based on, uh, it was Kevin Bacon and James Purefoy. Uh, and James Purefoy's character is a serial killer. And they phase him out. Uh, he's like, James Purefoy is an extremely charismatic actor. So people were not f- uh, like fans of the fact that they were getting rid of him in season two. But it felt like the arc had kind of... Uh, run its course where do you go with that and what they did is uh, after the killer in season three they hinted for the start of season four that there was going to be one uh, it was going to be like a society of rich people who get away with uh, committing serial murder because they're rich like uh, one of the actresses like in in the segment says like do you really think that uh, that the psychopath gene skips uh, it just is like immune to the rich. No, they just have the money and the power to get away with it. Totally. Uh, so it's like, uh, and, and of course the show got canceled before that season got made. Uh, so, so it's like, uh, and people said the same thing. Like there was a conspiracy as to why the X-Files well, got canceled both times. And, um, and, and that, speaking of that, like a group of people doing bad things. And uh, this would be my shameless plug for the last inverted world book, which you can get at invertedworldbook.com. Perfect. Um, it was beautiful. The last, the last uh, few chapters of that book are my investigation into the Long Island serial killer. And one of the conspiracy theories that came out of that was that there was a bunch of people working together, murdering all these people yeah. um, and leaving them in a certain place in, in Gilgo Beach. And uh, I think there is some, there could possibly be truth to that. You think there's some truth to that? I think so. Were yeah. those families of means or was that just a small town? Uh I think a lot of them had had a lot of money. And that's uh, it makes it uh, easier. I mean, I'm the sure sher- the former dis- the disgraced sheriff. <laughs> was, was yeah, involved. we talked. We me and you yeah. we talked about right. that. It's yeah, crazy. that's uh, so. It's just one of those things where I think this could actually be a fascinating segment, a facts, a fascinating series. I don't know if it's going to be a, a series of episodes. Docu series indicates that there would be more than one. Probably, yeah. Uh, so it would be very interesting to see where they go with this. But it's also it's like with anything like this, I tend to be very hesitant to believe that they're going to actually make something that's. Uh, even-handed yeah. because they're going to go for maximum sensationalism as with all these articles. <laughs> Let's review it then. I mean, oh, really, yeah. like, what I think uh, is the moral of his story is just, like, the banality of of sexual deviancy, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Like, especially the type that 
celebrities get into or um maybe he's just i felt at the time like my my take on it at the time was that he is such a boring person that he had to come up with some weird uh kink that is like a personality right. trait for him right he's like the eyes wide shut parties just aren't doing it for me anymore <laughs> right I, and but and you're looking at it as if he actually is that right like because i don't i still don't know if that's the route he took but i can see what you're saying that if he is someone who wants those things i could see that's i don't think how he went down that path i don't think that it was like a genuine like thing that he was into i think right. it was just like I'm going to see like what women think when dabble. I say this, yeah. like, right. I don't know, <laughs> like trying to shock people right. and feel like he's a lot more interesting of a person than he actually is. Cause he comes from a line of powerful people. Dang. Yep. So, uh, the consequences, uh, well, he's feeling the consequences now. He was actually, yeah. it's really funny. He was in, um, death on the Nile, which, uh, was filmed before all of the mm -hmm. controversy happened and got delayed because of COVID coming out. And, um, he was in the initial trailer and he was heavily featured. He ends up, uh, spoiler alert, like, 20 seconds ahead if you want to uh, don't want to hear about the end of death on the Nile but he ends up being the uh, the bad guy in that mm -hmm. movie and he so he's heavily featured in the initial promotional material then COVID happens everything gets delayed all of this comes out and suddenly he's like uh, it's like an ensemble cast and he's like the last name listed and they just leave it's him ridiculous. off everything he's not on the poster anymore he's not on any of that stuff and then the Hollywood machine being the kind of uh, cynical I, the cynical industry that no no I'm saying the cynical industry that it is yeah. here's this stuff but they're like well we already invested all this money into making it uh, we're just going to try to hide him and then right. uh, and then put the movie but out but when, so. when I say knee jerk I mean like that's amazing yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just it just rained money in here uh, <laughs> is like they he's still a legend <laughs> like they, they try to get him out of everything we still don't know the whole story like that's the world we live in now. I know, I like, know. It's they're making the doc world. They're making the docu series before there's even anything to prove because that happened. That will shape the perception. Yep. Right. It's, and it's, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Six years from now, when we're in court going over this, we will forget. You know how we all felt now because yep. this is creating that reality. It's kind of evil. It is evil because they they manipulate the narrative. And I they mean, contort your I reality. understand that, and I totally um, agree on principle that they they twist things. But ultimately, I don't care about the reputation of Army Hammer. I don't either. And he probably deserves whatever. I don't either. To him. But but they get away with this with even ordinary people. Totally. Yeah. You know, that's that's the problem. Yeah. And we have to extend the same courtesies to even you know schmucks like this. Well, he's and, and well, people, he's the type people. of person that will survive like no matter yeah. what. Right. Yeah. Him and Amber Heard will have a great show in a few years. Oh, that would be a good idea. Thank, Thank you, you for making it rain money on me, whoever that was. I don't think anyone saw that one because the camera, because you were talking. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. Uh, Mary, do you want to read the Super Chats? Sure. Caper2x said, so who will be our nominee for the Alfred the Republican Cannibal Packer Award and Memorial Dinner? There was a funny folk song about it. That I have not heard, but that would, I, we, if only we could play that on air. I've never heard that. <laughs> he also said, according to the judge, when he sentenced him, sentenced him to hang there were seven democrats in the county and you ate five lol <laughs> <laughs> um waffle sensei said here's five bucks to keep dave employed oh, oh poor, you're so kind poor dave this mofo got beef with me now that boy is trying to start a war he don't want these fingers typing at him. <laughs> so true. Dave, where are you at in the chat, bro? Defend yourself. That is that is just sad. He's, I think he gave up. 
probably tuck uh tuck tail and run he's, he's out yeah, of here dave is running he, he is, he's uh, crying he's, he's he going... says i ain't scared of you waffles i don't believe you <laughs> super chat and prove it dave yeah dave will have to do that and then we can know for sure but until then who knows all right so it's uh, uh now this is the story that uh hannah claire sent this to me yesterday and it says Katy Perry ditches California for Kentucky, says that Hollywood is not America. You don't say. <laughs> that's, that's fascinating. Imagine my shock hearing somebody acknowledge something Imagine so very, very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's funny about this is um, we talk about bubbles a lot. Mm-hmm. We talk about people living in their own bubbles. And I think even we here tend to be, uh, you're not immune yeah, to that. Um, confirmation bias is yep. a thing. And like you, uh, you have to be wary of like, if you're hearing too much of the same opinion, one of the great things about working with Mary is that we don't agree on almost anything. And that's, that's almost on principle. I disagree with everything you say. <laughs> that's, that's, that's basically right. And she, <laughs> she's an authoritarian. So <laughs> <laughs> we won't get too far into that no. territory. <laughs> so, okay. So it says, uh, so the, you have to be careful to acknowledge like, and it seems like Katy Perry and a bunch of other actors probably, more so for tax reasons our understanding now that Hollywood is not America. So it says Katy Perry is the latest American to leave high tax California for a Republican led state and she couldn't be happier. I'm guessing she didn't care that it was a Republican led yeah, state. Yeah I don't think she, she even she just found that, that out. She cares that the tax br- <laughs> what the tax laws are there. So it yeah. says during a recent interview on Chelsea Handler's Dear Chelsea podcast the 37 year old musical star described how happy she was to have ditched Hollywood for Kentucky especially as a young mother i'm i'm finding a lot of stories lately about celebrities like discovering motherhood i didn't put it on the list for today but we 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 talked about rebel wilson getting skinny and that's a big thing that people talk about because uh um you know jordan peterson is a thing and as you know he does not want fatties um he said lol no thank you no no thank you so rebel wilson lost a bunch of weight and, and you know at first she's like she just didn't really acknowledge it she's like you know it's like my body i I'm, I, yeah. When you make your career on being overweight, it kind of becomes who you are. But when she said she, when she lost the weight, basically she said that she did so because her doctor encouraged her to do so because she wants to be a mother. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea that they're at least pushing mother like the values of motherhood and like wanting to become moms now in a way yeah. that's a little bit past due. I mean, I think that the Kardashian Jenners are uh, strangely pro motherhood but anti fatherhood. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I half, mean, <laughs> of a, half a family. Yeah. yeah, they're they're doing a little bit of the work, but I like they I like, like fathers just a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the problem with that is also it's like it sends it sends it sets unreasonable expectations as to what a single mother can do. Like when you totally. have all, when you have uh, all that financial backing and you have uh, a family as deep as theirs and you can afford all the nannies in the world and yep. you have all the resources in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's very easy to be boss. It, it looks ga- it looks <laughs> yeah, glamorous. Yeah, it's easy to be a boss babe business owner when you got your business from your name yeah right, right. Um, and you have a ton of babysitters but then when you're uh you know living middle income and you're a single mom that's a whole nother ball game yep. uh but she's learning here and, and i like the idea that it, you know one of the reasons i love doing this show is because i think people who live in the political space underestimate how important these people is as irrelevant as we <laughs> may find them as stupid as we may find them 
these people are indispensable to shaping public discourse because they have millions and millions of followers and fans. They shape culture. So to see ones with names moving towards a culture that you may respect, whether you respect their political opinions, if they can instill even one decent value, maybe that helps change the spectrum down the line. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you, when you try to dismiss what celebrities are to our culture, because they aren't, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be revered for the just for being famous right. but you have to understand that when they have values you don't agree with those values are being signal boosted to mm -hmm. a lot of other people and you don't have any say in that so mm -hmm. you can't discount how important they are isn't it, if they uh, do go against the grain that's more valuable yes yeah isn't it politics is downstream from, from culture is that, that the quote that's what that everyone the, says uh, that, i think that was uh, andrew Breitbart. that was a, bright, bright that was a bright, 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 bright quote so people care more about the kardashians than like who's the press secretary right now Unless, yeah. it's yeah. just a fact yeah so it's uh, it says i'm like living in kentucky and i have for almost a month now and that's quite an ex amazing experience because it reminds you that hollywood is not america perry said according to fox news the pop legend went on to discuss how leaving major urban areas helps celebrities better connect to everyday americans you need to remember that perry noted because i think you can understand people better uh, says, yeah, right. Uh, she says, yeah, right. It's nice to get outside uh, of what you know and be normal uh, and be normal and your reality handler replied. I always hate reading the quotes because I can't read them very well. That's uh, I apologize. It's not the same thing as when it's written. Can you read it as Chelsea Handler? Yeah. I don't do a Chelsea Handler impression. Oh. So it says, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're living in a bubble of sorts. We're living in a bubble. Our bubbles are completely opposite, but they're interesting, Perry said. Handler went on to charge Perry with having grown up in a religious bubble, citing her family's Christian faith. I don't know if she remains... Wait, can we talk about that real quick? Sure. She was Westboro Baptist type. Really? Like, no, she, used she to, was like, Pentecostal. She used to, like, I'm saying type. Like, they kind of would go out and, like protest at like they rock would. concerts and stuff what's yeah. the, what's no the uh, Katy Perry like isn't that like the classic story of like the person who grows up in the sheltered home and has to go out and rebel because yeah. because cool and it's real you <laughs> can see she so the stereotype is real but then you know it seems like uh, we've talked a lot lately um, about how people are coming back around to faith because of uh, there's a lot of postmodernism in the world today that makes the ground you're uh, under you feel shaky uh, and uh, and very malleable mm -hmm. and makes it hard to know what's real what isn't yeah. uh, you know and, and outside of having strong beliefs uh, and some type of moral compass it can be very scary to see a world where you know every you know up is down left is right uh and all this stuff so it feels like people are kind of maybe finding their way back to that i don't know if i buy that that's the reason here i think it's more likely that she's like yeah these people are nice and i like the lower taxes yeah like, i don't think her her move had anything to do with like spiritual reasons i think she just realized that what's important to her at this stage in her life as she's getting older is family um that's a good thing it was yeah, yeah like and that. it is it is a good thing um Definitely. but it was it was like funny to me that this article said she's a young mother because she literally had her first baby at 35. So <laughs> is that what is considered a young mother now? They're redefining young. Yeah. <laughs> no, that won't. Well, you know, uh, who, I just saw this from somebody, uh, a friend of mine the other day uh, made a comment about how they like about pre like I'm not having kids with um, somebody like this. And I was like, uh, and she's uh, in her 30s. So she's not worried. Like she's got uh kids already but she's like uh was talking about kids and it's like she wasn't worried about like not being able to have more kids but you know uh, mm -hmm. it's a fact that it gets harder the older you get and i don't know if uh what Katy perry's story is as far as how she had kids but it can be very uh difficult the older you get without uh i mean in vitro yeah. costs a lot of money if it's not working yeah. the mm -hmm. natural but she can afford it but now that the she's average... saving all that money on taxes <laughs> that's what courtney kardashian has been talking about is 
her like IVF yeah. journey. Like that's the story of all these celebrities who just wanted to have fun and, you know, didn't spend the doctor money. tell her that she actually couldn't like physically, like it would like maybe even kill her if she had more children naturally. Really? I think I read that somewhere. Yeah. Why would they say that? I don't know. I don't know. Who said uh, that she, sure. if she had them naturally, if she that's had them naturally, but if she strange. had them with IVF, she would be able to, I, yeah, I'm not sure the whole that's thing. Is, there was something. Weird. There was something that welfare. sounds like you're trying to sell something, maybe, dude. <laughs> maybe. And maybe. but if you want right. to have them safely, have them with this. Yeah. Yes, yes. Here's that's my a, product. A stork dropped him on her. Says uh, Perry is not the only American to escape from major Democratic-led cities in recent years. In fact, more than half of the U.S. counties uh, lost residents over the course of of the decade, with almost all growth being represented in metropolitan areas. Yeah, people are getting the hell out of the city. Who the hell wouldn't? Uh, we have. I had a list here of like a bunch of them. The first one that came to my mind uh, was a recent one, which was Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne. We're like, we're moving back to London. The taxes here are insane. <laughs> uh, we're out of here. James Vanderbeek moved to Texas like last or in like 2020. Uh, who who was the other big ones? Uh, obviously, Joe Rogan moved to yeah. to Texas. Kanye West has uh, Wyoming Wyoming yeah. property. Post Malone's in Utah. In yeah. uh, La- Las Vegas or Utah? I think he's in. I thought he was Utah. Okay, yeah, uh, somebody loved He's a huge 2A guy. Uh, yeah, Post Malone is, is like Malone's a rat. Yeah, yeah, so he's he's a very big 2A guy. Yeah. Somebody'd have to put in the chat uh, whether that was Utah or yeah. Las yeah. Vegas. I thought it was Las Vegas, but I could be wrong. Uh, so Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, but it was like Nicole Kidman, Keith Urban, and like Blake Shelton and um, Gwen Stefani. So like the guys are probably like, let's get the hell out we of the city and, and and move yeah. out. That's of what here. Orlando Bloom was telling Katy Perry, like, let's just leave. Yeah, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo should be forced to live in in, in a big city. Because, uh, you you get what you deserve, yes. uh, uh-huh. as they say. Yep. Uh, Sandra Bullock, New Orleans. Uh, Jeff Daniels moved like home to like uh, Michigan and stuff like that. So it's like they're like, especially in an age now where like digital communication is so fast, you don't have to do all your meetings face to face. Uh, and if you have the means and, and the wealth, you can fly in and out. Like, imagine the money you spend on flights. You just use uh, you just use on flights and save on taxes wherever you're living. Mm-hmm. And what uh, Katie was saying was that um, she's staying in Kentucky, but she's still in her Las Vegas residency contract. So wow. she's just going to be performing as like an alternate when needed uh, in Las Vegas every once in a while. So it's not like she's just abandoning her career entirely. But then again, that's that's also the reason she cited for not wanting to have another kid anytime soon. Hmm. The Kyle Chandler one is uh, is interesting. Um, If you haven't seen Friday Night Lights, the TV show or the movie, please go and watch that. Those are fantastic examples of uh, entertainment from a bygone era here in America. (laughs) Uh, It says raised as a good uh, as a good Southern boy, according to college pal Trent Bross, Friday Night Lights star Kyle Chandler prefers to keep his distance from Hollywood's narcissism. That seems to be the kind of... um, uh, you know, escalating tension is like they're like, look, they're vapid, they're self-centered, and the workhorse actors, the ones who are always working but maybe don't live in the spotlight, wouldn't want to to be around that type of environment yeah, all the time. It's a soul and stuff. Uh, uh, I wouldn't want to either if I lived there. It seems like it would be just kind of demoralizing to yeah. be around that type of, especially when you're young. It makes more sense because you're like hungry for to gain traction. Yeah. But as you get older and you've uh, build a base level of income and you're doing better, why wouldn't you want to get away and raise your family someplace you felt more comfortable but doing it's, so? It's strange because it's been a long time since some someone of of Katy Perry's caliber has had that that foundation to start a life somewhere else it's been a long time since she has been like mega rich so really what 
what convinced her to to move away is uh something else it's something like as she said it's something primal in her in her monkey brain yeah well it's like as much as they try to fight it as much as they try to pretend like biology and evolution and all of these imperatives don't exist they do exist and the celebrities are like fighting it they're like no yeah and you know something interesting too her marriage with uh russell brand i was looking into this earlier ended partly because uh she he she felt he was pressuring her to have kids Mm. too soon Hmm. That's that's a, another long term th- point where I was like, uh, uh, I mean, this comes up in like other uh, uh, topics that have been popular lately. Roe v. Wade, you know, it's like they talk about uh, how they had to do that because they had to have their career first, and that just breaks my heart. Like yeah. when you when you see people choose that path over over that. But for this, it's like, by the way, Russell Brand is like my favorite person to like yeah. listen to. He also yeah. cited uh, her commercial success and uh, unwillingness to do activism it was a reason for their really? divorce. he said that yeah i wonder what he means by that probably something different than you would assume yeah like <laughs> I, i'm because remember my i have a slogan here and it's like it's not enough to just not be an activist you should be actively anti-activist we should uh uh make fun of them that because may, they probably meant something different in like 2011 yes <laughs> armchair activism needs to yeah, kick rocks I so agree. that's I, uh, I, I don't see anybody in Hollywood because that's like a stepping stone now uh, this is coming out like uh, every actor that once their career hits like a, a peak and then starts to valley they they start to it's like and they're an activist mm-hmm. for various uh, organizations mm-hmm. and that's like like I don't, it's almost like a sign that it's the end times for them that their their career it would be to more accurate to just say they're a philanthropist for yes. blank charities yeah that's the way I would I, I mean I would much rather especially because like it's always for like the most ben- like uh, generic of ideas it's like I'm a, a woman's rights activist I'm a like we had the yeah. one the other day it was like I we had a great time talking about the animal uh, about the animal rights the activist PETA. the PETA guy because I'm like yeah. that's a throwback like I like it let's, I liked the vibe let's get that. back to the people Definitely. chaining themselves to yeah. trees Red to keep paint. them from getting cut yeah. down and that's throwing that's real yeah. activism right there actually getting out of your house to do it is mm-hmm. activism yeah. armchair act- so maybe I should amend my slogan and say it's not enough to just not be an armchair activist you have to be, be actively anti armchair activist <laughs> because it's it's dorky and uh, uh, you're uh, though some say that memes can change the world your hashtags and slogans are not changing the world they're just making people annoyed at you yeah so uh so it's uh they they go further down into like uh these five states that have had the largest population gains in the last few years which is uh utah montana arizona south carolina and idaho like imagine being so disillusioned with hollywood you're like i'm on my way to idaho like i am out of here now they're just gonna ruin those states and that's the problem they're gonna they're gonna go there and they're gonna and they're gonna act the same and then and then those will slowly turn i hope not but I think I, don't, I haven't looked at these articles as closely, but did they mention COVID at all? Like the geography of our country has changed multiple times because of a virus or people escaping a plague, you know? Yeah. And um, thank, you. thank you. That's amazing. Yes. And, and I think this is another one of those things. And maybe um, Katy Perry's situation was like, I need to get out of here because it's a dystopia under COVID policy. I, I think James Vanderbeek uh, said COVID was a big, inf- uh, and Rogan did as well. Like the, yeah. just the, the policies were so. It was pre- if you have kids. Yeah, it was preventing them from being able to work. Mm-hmm. It was preventing in, in like Hollywood. W- w- the worst part about that was like Hollywood got all the exemptions. Right, uh, and all the small businesses didn't, and that was that was infuriating. Right. Like in Hollywood, it wasn't it in Hollywood or L.A. where uh, 
that lady have to shut down her restaurant. Yep. And right outside, craft services from like whatever film they were filming was able to be open. But she was yeah, it's it's oh. exactly the point that was being made oh. in that that movie we watched, the bubble. The bubble. Like, Which that was the ha- whole point is that all the exemptions were being given to Hollywood to Disgusting. do their work, to do their while everyone else was like having to abide by the rules. Everyone yes. hated that movie, but me. I I, I had a great. I time. It was okay, but. I mean, I liked the message, but it it was like not very funny. It was. I I, I think it's because I, I I it's like one of those people where Pedro Pascal is one of those people that I I actually love his work, but can't stand him as like a. But that's the the you have to learn how to separate art from artist. And Wait, it, you can do lot. that still. Sometimes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what I found this is a really interesting phenomenon. Can, if it's like their that. older work, I can ignore it. Yeah. But if it's their newer work, which coincides with the time when they're saying this stuff, I have a harder time right. ignoring so, it. So Ezra Miller's band. No. Fa- he gets, Sons of an illustrious father. Let's talk about it. No, <laughs> no. He gets, well, his, he just makes bad music. So that's, I just think if the art is good, I don't, I really don't care who they are, what yeah. they say. Most um, of like, I've been re I've been rewatching the wire and that's got Wendell right. Pierce in it. And Wendell Pierce is like, he made some comment about like just stupid stuff. And I expect like after uh Youngkin got uh, like mm. after that's like, I hate, we're not going to, we're going political. We need to not go political. But the point is Tell like, us more about this. No, um, you have Youngkin? to be able to, you have to be able to separate art from artists. Yes. Um, otherwise yes. you're liable to miss uh, great work. Yes. What I found is like, it's harder to ignore art from artists when it's the director and the writer, because it's going to come out in their writing. The yeah. actor is uh, is portraying a role. Right. So the actor, he can be one thing on screen, and if he does his job well, be a completely different person uh, uh, You know, what, behind the camera, you know, when the yeah. camera's off. But a writer, uh, if they have certain sensibilities, it's going to come out in their writing most yeah, yeah. of the time, and that's a lot harder for me to ignore. For sure. Um, uh, for I can't sure. think of any great examples of that off the top of my head. But everything. Uh, yeah, the yeah, past five years. Everything. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> but, but, I don't, but, but, pe- but they don't get the attention. The writers and the directors I mean, like, don't get the that, attention. Even in the new Batman, there are lines here and there where you see the narrative. Being oh, I was injected. not a fan of. Uh, I, 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 I said meh when we saw it, and I was like, yeah, it was good. That and I watched trash. it again, and I, I liked it less the second time. Trash. Um, uh, perhaps I like, I like him as Batman. I'll say that I do like him as Batman. I know Batman. I like va- I like vampires, and he's like a little vampire. Uh, but. The, the the writing of that movie was just atrocious. He he hates that movie so much that he's like taking a chance to like he's found a way to bring it up every time Thank we you. talk. Thank uh, you like, for noticing. Even, yes, Thank even though, even when we're not. I'll talking be here every Thursday it. to talk about Batman. Everybody, <laughs> if you hate that movie or you love that movie, let's get on. Yeah, either come here to agree or yeah. come here to argue yes, heavily. Please. So was there uh, were there any super chats? Yes, Waffles Sensei said, "Money printer go burr like the Federal Reserve." Uh, so true. <laughs> You'll see that this is all inflation right here. Yeah. This, this money's not going to be worth. I the- like, <laughs> this is happening at the same time as like the national debt clock is going on forever <laughs> in New York City. Thanks for the gas money. Y'all. <laughs> the, my original idea for for this segment was like after each uh, after each episode we can tally up like all the like however much is there and talk about what we could get on it. But every time it's just beer money. Like you can't get any like because every episode as it gets worse. Like you yeah. just you just like ah, and it's beer money, and like the next day you make more money, mm. but somehow you can get less beer, yeah. and that would uh, at that the feels end of like, every segment, this buys you less gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Thank you. I'm starting to stack it up, so thank you. I have gas money now. Actually, <laughs> Utah here and can confirm they're taking over. Thank you, Hava Ooh. Owens. The the that's not good. That's I, did anybody yeah. know if that was? Uh, did anybody uh, fact check me on Post Malone? I, I'm literally uh, just hanging on to it. I don't know. Uh, I want to know. But now. I will say real quick while I look it up is uh, 
Post Malone's Nirvana set he did on YouTube during COVID uh, was incredible. I haven't heard it. He kind of bothers me because he like performs like super drunk, like super, super drunk. I feel bad for him. Uh, or like he's not even performing well. You think like there have been a couple of concerts. Or is it just an act? Is it? I Why don't know. would you pretend I, to be? I don't know. <laughs> there, was, like, there was actually a bunch of comedians in the past who wasted. had a whole act like that, and they were never, and they were sober. Hmm. Um, Dane Cook, or not Dane Cook, Dane, <laughs> uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg had to perform like, uh, yeah. like you. There was such a uh, stark difference between Mitch Hedberg sober and Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, it's Utah. He, he has a fallout shelter Utah. in Utah. Okay, so it was Utah. <laughs> wait, wait. He has a fallout shelter in Utah. Yeah. Perfect. I well, like him even more now. The, well, yeah. It was like, he's like he's like building a compound. More there. people have a fallout shelter than you think. Oh, I have one. <laughs> So it's like like Mitch Hedberg would be like really tense. Like I kind of channel my own Mitch Hedberg in a way, but I can't. You have to sit backwards, if, face if, the wall. Yes, to be Mitch. Yeah. So like Mitch Hedberg kind of had this really stiff performance, but it was part of his act. Like it, it made the most sense to be like that. Who, so. And real quick, I know we don't have to go veer too far off, but you went to his wake, I believe. Yes, yes, because I'm I'm from uh, that yeah, part of Minnesota. So uh, we skipped school in high school and went to to Mitch Hedberg's wake. That was a, that is a story I still can tell to this day. That's a, that's a wild one. All right, so Johnny Depp. This one is this one's fascinating. Uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, wait, wait, oh, let's get the other way. Amber Heard supporters bombarded with misogynistic hate from Johnny Depp fans. Uh, I had that thing in the way there. So we talked about this a little bit yesterday, and some people weren't uh, fans of the fact that they think that people are going after Amber Heard. Uh, people who actually support Amber Heard, which is not the most. I think my favorite meme that I saw today. Uh, that uh, Lydia sent me. It says, uh, "Which Amber Heard are you today?" And it's nine different faces of Can her. Can you please make. send me that uh, later? I, yeah. So it's like, "Which Amber Heard Perfect. are you today?" And then I, I sent the. I posted another one today. It's like Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow and Amber Heard in the back as Mira. And it says, uh, um, "Pirates of the Caribbean and the Escape from the Crazy Bitch from <laughs> from uh, from Atlantis." Like it, it's uh, it's it's absolutely. I'm just glorious. tired of seeing both of their faces. Touché. At this point, yep. not a fan. Not a fan of uh, the whole thing. I mean, the memes are fine. It's just <laughs> the whole thing is is getting old. It's like, becoming farcical. Takes. Yeah, it's going on too long. Let's just let's just settle this thing now. So it says uh, in this in, in a disturbing case of life imitating true crime. Uh, True Crime TV, Amber Heard supporters have alleged harassment and threats from Johnny Depp fans on social media. Who oh, no. Uh, since <laughs> April, the embattled ex-couple who have made headlines all the way back to 2016 during their initial split has divided millions as a jury decides whether Heard, 36, and, and the defamed Depp, 58, when she signed a 2018 op-ed in the Washington Post, which appeared to accuse her former love of domestic abuse. Uh, an article that she did not write, if I remember correctly, in the ACLU lawyer basically wrote Shout it. out to the ghostwriter. Yes, that's a good uh, Joe Schmo <laughs> thing too. Written by committee, yep. as you say you hate so much. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I hate movies <laughs> written by committee. Hit piece news articles uh, trashing your former your former husband. That's even worse. Yeah, and it was yeah. billed as an op ed, right? Yeah, it's not an op. It's, it's like a, it's like not it's like the opposite of an op ed. It's like somebody else running an it's, op, right? It's a psyop ad. To it, you beat me to it. <laughs> now, with both sides Thank having you. testified, although Heard's defense remains ongoing, rapt viewers are publicly throwing their support behind one or the other using the hashtags "I stand with Johnny Depp" or "I stand with Amber Heard." And while uh, and while one can't predict who will prevail in court, some believe it's Depp who's winning in, on the social media campaign. I really do believe that that is the ultimate truth here: is that uh, his career will rebound at least slightly uh, mm-hmm. because of uh, the way the public um, the public you know, 
because it's Influence all about attention, gone. not yep. money. Uh, mm-hmm. For him, it is, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, as tagged videos with Pirates of the Caribbean star are currently pulling in 12 billion views on TikTok alone. So really, the winner is whoever the hell owns the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, yeah. which I, I don't remember if that's Paramount or maybe somebody can leave that in the comments. I don't remember who... Uh, is it? Oh no! It's di- no! It's I, Disney. What the hell am I talking about? Disney, Sorry, guys. Yeah, it is. You call yourself a pop culture a, host. That was a crisis. <laughs> Wait for the hate coming. That was my own crisis right there. Right not now. remembering that. Yeah, because uh, uh, they're moving forward with that film, and they're going to do the Margot Robbie version because that's what people want. Oh, uh, yeah, that's exactly I mean, what I wanted. she could play a different pirate queen, maybe. But uh, if they make her like uh, Jenny Depp, that would be a, uh, <laughs> so Jenny Depp. Jenny. <laughs> Captain Jane Sparrow. That's what it'll be. It'll be Captain oh Jane. God. God help us. Uh, uh, that vocal support also reared its impolite head as its hallowed legal and the hallowed legal halls of Fairfax, Virginia, where a gaggle of female fans have gathered for Depp. Reported uh, reported law and crimes. Jesse Weber's via Mediate. So this makes me think of the weird chicks who go and like love serial killers and go like outside their trials that's what i wrote down in my notes yeah uh, that's yeah. that's what it made me think about the women who i mean are, like, it's a little less embarrassing mm-hmm. for them yes that right. <laughs> S- slightly less right unless unless he really is a crazy abuser him and army hammer can start a club right after this uh, yeah someone's gonna marry him Depp and hammer that's yeah. what it'll be called perfect uh the the vocal support okay I so hate everything it, <laughs> it's a majority women weber said when heard was testifying i overheard a lot of people snickering making snide comments and laughing in fact i observed one of the court officers telling them to quiet down to show respect to the witness on the stand so it's like this is very like pardon me but very female to me to be like so they're like being mean to her because they disgusting. just like and the other observation that you made today that i was uh thinking about yesterday oh, and i've been dying to talk about it yeah do you want to do you want to go ahead because it, it literally mirrored <laughs> well, exactly yes. what i was thinking but couldn't put into words. i was like doing my laundry last night and i was thinking about it and i was like this is it so like basically men have so much um pent up rage against women that they're not allowed to express because they're not even allowed to express like a mild criticism that has nothing to do with whether or not uh you're a man or or a woman it's so socially unacceptable to criticize women now that like once this one woman who who has been deemed acceptable to dunk on uh arises they're just unleashing everything because they can finally do it because they're not and, going to be they're not going to be given yeah hate for even it. though it like doesn't totally make sense like i yes she's probably crazy and a bad person i think <laughs> i think she's genuinely uh narcissistic and yes. pretty evil mm-hmm. yeah but a lot of people their opinions are just like they have the they can do it now so they're doing it they don't actually care about the case yeah, yeah. i i don't think that many people actually do care about the case it's more of like kind of a an expression of like all our repressed weird yes uh assumptions about like gender dynamics now have we seen like actual like i haven't seen actual posts of all the hate yet have you oh it's just bots with okay. bot with right. other bots so thank you um, this is what i was saying it's just a another few, bot a few campaign episodes ago, obviously like dead <laughs> this is more evidence of the dead internet and yeah. i feel like a lot of these bots supposed misogynistic hate they're getting is probably just algorithms that were pumped out by do you want woman to, bots are getting misogynistic we've got to stop the woman bots, bots. Can, you, uh, can you do uh, the viewers a favor and explain to them what the dead internet theory is basically I might get a little bit wrong but like it's basically saying that the internet as we know it now is mostly run by bots and algorithms and a lot of the uh, interactions we have online are with 
fake spam accounts. Yeah. Um, a lot of them. And I was thinking of Katy Perry, actually, because I remember looking at one of her new songs like a, a, while, a while back on Twitter when she uh, when she posted about it. Every comment was like fake clearly really? fake right and i was like well, that's how weird. do you know they're clearly fake though it's all like copied and pasted like the same thing or it was like um the well, same phrase just, like, is reworded love harley's in hawaii love you katie perry it was, like it was i don't oddly know specific there was, was really? oddly specific like these were created by like a writer you know like it just seemed there was like huh. thousands of them they were very similar well, and, and now, right now, Elon is dealing with uh, talking to Twitter so about fake bots. possible, yeah. And, and the other one I want to point out is that when uh, they were, like, found out that, like, when they did the uh, the Oscars this year, I think I mentioned this before, for, like, they did, like, the fan Oscar, and, and all the celebrities were like, oh, my God, you're equating us to peons on the internet. And they got right. very mad that they did, like, a fan Oscar award, and, and Zack Snyder won for Army of Darkness uh, because he couldn't win for Zack Snyder's Justice League. So they uh, a lot of people felt like because Zack Snyder has a very very rabid fan base of people right. and they found out later that they think that a lot of those accounts were like uh, done at odd times there, there was uh, there was a shenanigans with right. it when they're not going to so, change it like and I think um, clearly there's a lot of us who are alive as far as I know we're alive and we're on the internet um, I'm and not sure actually I know we, we, we just live here they turn I'm, us on I could I um, could be dead or no <laughs> but idea. but like the the bots are an assault on reality yes because and like what you said with Elon, he's buying Twitter based on what it's worth. And if there's fraud involved in terms of how they sell advertising based on these false like um, numbers they're getting in stats from like Katy Perry's things or Joe Biden having half fake followers. Yeah. Right. Like they just announced that a day or two ago. Yep. So nothing I think on the Internet is as real as they claim. When you think about the importance attached to that number uh, on your follower count that a lot of people have, right. there is a lot of power there. An insane right. amount of power that comes from that. Uh, people get advertising deals. They get brand uh, support products that, you know, That's all a through. whole career yeah. that you can buy from some like Chinese right. bot website like, right. and sells I mean, you Instagram followers. I imagine like the comp like a, a larger company does its due diligence sure, in like making yeah. sure like uh, there's like I uh, one of my guilty pleasures on Instagram is like people who uh, is like dancers like actual dancers who, who do like street dancing. Oh yeah. Um, it is a guilty pleasure. I know they have the crazy effects. Yeah. Moves. yeah um, so it's like that's that's one of the things and a lot of them have millions and millions of followers yep. and they get brand deals from shoe companies and they get brand deals from Walmart and all this stuff and that's like a one when you really think about where what you can reach when Batwoman pulls in about 450,000 people watching an episode uh, and some dancer on TikTok has 12 million followers right. where do you dump your money you dump it in like it costs a lot less to buy the the person uh, on TikTok than it does to to spend 8 million dollars an episode making these crappy subpar mm -hmm. CW they're, they're propping up like false idols through this yeah and they're also propping up they're sensationalizing hate like what is going on here i'm sure there's some people who are saying horrible things about both um but i but like so there's a there's a link in here to the insider article mm. which is trash right and like I, nothing i despise more is like a journalist who just surfs the dead internet yeah and they they tweak it to make their sensationalized hate, you know, even worse. And like when they talk about in the article, we received as, as the insider magazine writer, we received eight reports from Depp people or people from Herd's camp who received uh, hate. There's no link to that. There's no names or anything. There's no quotes. So I'm just like, this, this one says one woman told the outlet she'd blocked 13,000 threatening Twitter users. Her hands must just fake. be dead right now. Fake. Uh, Twitter users uh, since use, the like, start. Five block list. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, what are they like? They have block. Uh, they have block chains. Yeah. I don't know if you use the same blockchain for that anymore, but uh, block bots that help you delete. Yes. Like uh, there's people that I used to be blocked by on Twitter just because of other people that I followed. So then other people would block wow. that person I'm, and anybody that followed them would be blocked. Well, anybody who follows Ethan Van Skyver is blocked by that, like, That's probably how she like industry. blocks 13,000 people. Yeah. But like, um, and if she did do that manually, you've got like way too much time on your hands. Arthritis <laughs> now. Um, like I'm sure that a lot of this back and forth is dead internet and it is just bots arguing with each other and threatening each other, which is hilarious kind of. But that doesn't mean it doesn't um, control the perceptions of real people. Mm-hmm. So regardless of of that being a factor, yep. I do think um, that what we were saying, like uh, that we've we found a woman that we can dunk on safely right. a and, politically and, correct and the, the way bots are, to the bots know how to tweak that like there's something there that exists and i think they create bots to go make it worse i also mm-hmm. don't know if i agree fully on if it's like them going after because it's just she we're allowed to dunk on her now it could also it's probably that too but it's also it's not really about her it's like it's about the fact that you can't criticize anybody else and i saw it as like now they have an opportunity to like rag on someone who created a false story but maybe that's just looking too deep and I'm projecting my own thoughts on these But that people. would be some kind of like noble pursuit. Like right. lying is, is wrong. I mean, really, it's just a reaction. It's an overreaction to not uh, being able to criticize other women's behavior. Without being it's called uh, without sexist, misogynist. Yeah, having right. it turned around right. on you. Well, they have an in now, you're saying. So it yes. says, uh, <laughs> I, stand with the, uh, I stand with Amber Heard advocate Katie Diaz, who first voiced her support for the Aquaman alum on May 4th, claimed that she has since received hundreds of very disturbing and threatening messages from strangers hinting at a coordinated attack on women. Nobody <sighs> probably ever used the phrase attack on women. Like that's uh, Unless they're saying that she said that, uh, they're like, hey, let's How go. How is cyber bullying real let's go have a coordinated attack on women so it says while hashtags are traditionally used to boost visibility for a particular cause depths trolls have apparently co-opted the trend in a campaign to intimidate and undermine her supporters according to diaz and others who spoke to insider they suggested that men's rights act oh man they're bringing in the mras uh they they said that men's rights activists here is it again uh uh, are behind it all. It's a, like who you really are, mister, and they pull the mask back and just says men's rights <laughs> activist. Uh, uh, but didn't the article just earlier say that it was women at the trial that were deriding Amber Heard? That, that's strange. So it says uh, they, they suggested that men's rights activists are behind it all, possibly because they may believe that men can't be victims of domestic hey, abuse. women can be men's rights activists. That, right? Mm. Uh, no, well, I, okay, said, here's a, here's a very good question. <laughs> Can no, men be feminists? No, no they, I was going to say, here's a very good question. If you are to never, ever trust a male feminist, which you should never, ever do, yeah. do you really trust Don't a men's, trust a female men's female rights MRA. activist? It's, it's kind As of like. As a man, I would say, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's a very good question. Somebody will have to pose that to somebody far smarter than the, than the three Let's of us. Let's take it to the streets, guys. Um, yeah, do on the do on the streets <laughs> interviews about that. That'd be fantastic. Uh, and she says, uh, none of us have said that men can't be victims. Diaz reassured. However, it is still vastly men who are the abusers. She added, while women are reportedly more often victimized by men, and then they point out here, it's like that's because of the stigma of men reporting uh, being d- abused. Like you're you're looked down upon for doing so, uh, and. 
Amber Heard kind of proved that when she said, uh, so this lady says that, and then she fails to realize that Amber Heard literally said, go ahead and tell people that you're uh, a victim of domestic abuse and see who believes you. Literally gang stalking. Which is like, no one's going to believe you. So she like Amber, and that's not up for debate. That was on tape that that was said. So this lady has no idea what she's at the very least is, is uh, her brain should be in far greater conflict than it is with her values. And that's uh, that is hilarious to me. It says all Amber's moves on the stand are being dissected and the victim blaming going on right now means that if she cries, she's acting. And if she doesn't cry, then she wasn't abused. Said Sarah who withheld her surname in the interest of privacy. Uh, I mean, sure, I guess, but it's very clear that she is an abuser. So whether, you know, whatever your context is for the rest of that story, the accusations against uh, Depp, the, uh, whether true or not means that they're both, there is no one, there is no one version of this where she is just the victim. She is either both a victim and an abuser, or she is just an abuser. We can't prove what happened to Depp. We know for sure that she's admitted to what happened to him on camera and there are witnesses. So that is, uh, I take problem with that intellectually. Uh, was there any super chats there, Mary? Yeah, we had, this isn't the wholesome future for Canadians, say, this money isn't (laughs) me simping for Mary. We believe you. (laughs) I don't know if I believe you. I I, I don't think I believe you. As I saw her fanning herself with the the cash. She she was literally fanning herself with the money that you sent. That is what that, that is what that was. All right. So I was. Got, we're gonna skip the the Elon Musk, uh, Amber Heard thing. That's just kind of irrelevant. <laughs> we're gonna go to Podluck, which we still don't have a theme song for. We're just gonna have to make up our own what? and actually. What if we just sang it on air rather than actually have a, an audio drop? We go could for just it. Sing it on air. Uh, I'll pass. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it was worth it. It was worth a try. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We we'll do that on the next one. Okay. All right. So uh, Podluck, and do you wanna do you wanna get started sure. on this one? Uh, this is a little obscure. I know that, like, I, myself included, not many people uh, are into K-pop. And if you're into K-pop, you're, like, really into K-pop. There is no in-between. <laughs> There's no, like, you have to pick a camp. And I'm not really in the K-pop camp. But I just think it's interesting sometimes to see what's going on in their camp because their celebrity culture is so, so drastically different from ours. And we were talking about this on another episode, how... Um, the way that their celebrities function in their society is different. It's more to provide an idol or um, represent the ideals of their nation rather than the dysfunction. Hmm. Of Whereas the we 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 hmm. elevate Ours dysfunction, like yeah, right. uh, and as, promiscuous behavior. Yeah, it's like celebrating or just like outsourcing whatever's wrong with us and mm-hmm. looking at it in somebody else. But they they have kind of the complete opposite culture so um i found that this k-pop star uh named kim garum uh recently has had allegations of bullying other girls in school thrown at her this I, I love crazy the idea. To me. I love the idea that we live in a world now where you can like. I imagine somebody coming like hitting me up tomorrow, like we got this article coming about yeah. you tomorrow, and like you were a bully in middle <laughs> so, school. So like for context, <laughs> this girl is a sixteen-year-old. Okay. She is right now. Yeah, She's right now. Okay. And this is about what she was, how, her behavior in middle school. Oh, Someone God. from her middle school is leveling these allegations at her. Because last month, uh, back in April, she was introduced, uh, she was like debuted in this new K-pop girl group called L.E. Seraphim. I'm not really sure like how you're supposed to hmm. say it. Um, but 
the the victim is going by uh, a different name. It's you and how do you even I don't say know that? how to pronounce Yunseo? it. That's, I, I, I do not. Um, I, this is why I'm so glad you're reading this. I literally pawned yes. off the, really the hard to. I'm That's like, you can read this <laughs> one, Mary. Don't you want to feel more involved? <laughs> <laughs> um, she even helped so, you with the Polish name. I know. And here he is. Uh, whatever her name is, her legal counsel also stated the results of the investigation spread online regarding her allegations were true and that kim garam had indeed bullied her it says the victim henceforth using the pseudonym unco was a victim of school violence from kim garam and her friends from late april to early may 2018 so i assume this is when kim was like 13 yeah. Like 12, 13 years old. When you're 12 or 13, <laughs> your brain isn't fully developed till you're like 26. When you're 12, you're basically mush. Like you're going to make mistakes. You're going to do stupid things. Yeah. Unless it was some like actually sociopathic behavior, which I did not see from this. It doesn't say. Well, everybody profiles as a sociopath well, under the age of 18 because your brain isn't fully developed, right? The allegations are like mainly just verbal abuse. She like she would get. Yeah, she would get like a group of students to get around someone and like curse at them and right. like Can you verbally. call that school violence though? That I, that's what I was wondering school about. School violence like, here in America is very violence? different. Like, do mm. they have stricter laws on bullying? And also, the the allegations included cyberbullying as well. Do they have like actual uh, laws on on bullying that are enforced on children? Like, that's that's crazy to me. Um, so on June 4th, 2018, the School Violence Countermeasures Committee. Which one? Are, which article are we in now? Are we oh. in the first one or the second one? Uh, the first one? Okay. It's koreaboo.com. Okay. Uh, it was held and Kim Garam, a student who had committed school violence, was punished with six hours of special education pursuant to Article 1715 of yep. the Act on the prevention and countermeasure of school violence. That is a very different... In America, is, that's a flak jacket and uh, an armory. <laughs> this that's, is even crazier. Wow. Her parents received five hours of special education in accordance with paragraph nine of the same article. The victim of school violence received psychological counseling and advice in accordance with article 16.1.1 of the same act. Just for circling the girl and cursing, which is not nice. But that does that warrant this insanity? I, I don't know because maybe like in their culture, these these things are of a greater like gravity to them. Yeah, that's I get what that. was interesting. That was the interesting angle about it for me. There was also something that in the very first article that says, uh, meanwhile, the school bullying controversy has continued even before the new girl group debuted. Five days before La Seraphim's debut, an anonymous netizen created an online community post claiming that member Kim Garam is actually a school bully. Five days before the album comes out feels mm. a little bit planned. Yeah. Sounds like the label me. did it. Yeah. Doesn't it? Um, yeah, but they, they, I don't think the label would do that over there because the culture is so true. different. That would be bad for the true. advertising, not good. True. I don't know. Uh, if it's not the label, the moral authoritarians 
who are combing through celebrities' past. Resurface tweets. The real, they're the her, real bullies. They're her the real management hype, uh, H-Y-B-E, said the recent allegations were cunningly edited to maliciously slander Kim Garum over the events that occurred during the time when she was making friends in the early stages of middle school. And this is why I find laws like this, I don't care what culture it is, ludicrous because they can do that. They can cut out anything to make it look like this person's a true villain and then they fall victim to this yep. crap. Yep. I don't like it's just I can't imagine this even being, if it's true, which yeah. let's say like it, it is. Let's say that's true. She bullied people like okay. she was literally 12 years yeah. old right. and now she's, she's currently still a child. Right. Uh, it's even weirder that she's like a trainee in their like celebrity class right now. Can we not talk about that? Like well, there's she's probably getting bullied by adults. Right. Does this does this taint her ability to to be this person to be the celebrity because of how the culture is there? Totally. I think they expect their celebrities to be something totally different than than what we expect of ours. Mm. Uh cuz they're expecting an idol who is like 100% flawless. Like yeah. they're trained to perform perfectly they're uh media trained yeah and they're representing uh their nation a lot more than maybe an american pop star is responsible for representing the u.s kind of like how our politicians were supposed to be right. like your, your yeah. politicians are supposed to be scandal free uh and this the image of american uh you know of american what you know of american culture uh and that has slowly evaporated over time yeah. uh mudslinging it, gives way to to the way things are now but uh it's just weird to think that like as our culture degrades so far that even the politicians are no longer fake you know because it was always fake they were always dirty it's just that it was uh project the image was projected a certain way and our celebrities were a lot more i don't know if wholesome's the word but uh i mean that's part we, of the media we like our celebrities uh like you know how disney does it when they're young they're hannah montana and then we turn him into twerking Miley Cyrus. That becomes the a marketplace. Like we for like them. a fall from grace. Yes, we do. And they they don't like that. That's not what they expect out of, right. out of their celebrities. I think celebrities. both I think that culture and our culture are too far on both sides. Right? Like we expect we want them to be like this this mess, this train wreck and over here they want them to be perfect and both those things mm-hmm. shouldn't exist always like that in your celebrities i remember when miley cyrus like started going through her phase and she's like i had to like break out of my i couldn't be that kid anymore i had to grow up and be who i really am and uh and not uh and so that people couldn't see the the fake me anymore and i was like i was like it's like it's not what people expect i'm like this is literally exactly what people expected it's not like they didn't expect you to grow up get married have kids settle down continue making music while going to PTA meetings and uh, and doing charity work they literally expect you to go through your uh, raunchy uh, your your phase in which you're right. counterculture which right. is of course not counterculture it's the exact opposite it's, Their it's exactly the culture actually just falling in line yeah it's, it's following oh, orders yeah it, it's and that's even built into some like cultures like i was it just made me think of like the amish culture of rumspringa you know about that mm-hmm. where like they're allowed to just go out and that's uh, it's live. crazy <laughs> right. yeah um, miley cyrus is on her rumspringa yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you say it sorry a cultural our amish <laughs> friends are listening yeah. they wouldn't be i can't imagine yeah. um how would our they... former amish friends out there listening how would they be listening that would they're be former good. amish yeah. maybe they're secretly listening that yeah. would be cool Ooh, that's a cool image they make great furniture but you made a good point about the fall from grace thing because i think about this a lot we used to love that in this culture but now it's like we only 
we used to like fall from grace with the redemption arc mm-hmm. and i think we erased the redemption arc and now it's just the fall from grace <laughs> yeah and just, just, just go away and forever and yeah. that bothers me don't be a person too. i love yes. re- uh, uh, a good redemption story is one of those beautiful things ever told and you don't get yes. it anymore yeah mm-hmm. it's the oldest yeah. one of the oldest stories okay uh i'm uh i'm upset about this one a little bit and that says that deadpool's uh three script is underway i don't know how they're actually going to do this given that it's disney um, uh, as you guys know, Fox used to own, um, yeah. Deadpool, the, the rights to Deadpool, uh, Fox was bought by Disney and so it's no longer there. And it, and it bothers me because like we just had the story the other day where they're editing out blood, uh, and people may be looking kind of dead, uh, in episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, and, uh, credit in the, in the edited out Stan Lee cameos from Punisher episodes because of the ultra violence that's in the episode they felt, uh, was, uh, wrong to show Stan Lee's cameo after that or tribute after that. But they're going to do this character who literally, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody's ever seen like the, the PG 13 version of Deadpool, but it's not very interesting, at least not to me. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how they're going to do this because where will they end up putting it after it comes out they're not going to be able to uh, they they have the i had this other article they talk about like the new settings on uh disney plus which they implemented because of the marvel netflix show shows being migrated over to their service right uh they did that so that the kids wouldn't accidentally watch uh um kingpin decapitate somebody with a car door um but but they're editing out stuff anyways they're editing stuff out of, you know, like mildly violent stuff is being edited out of stuff on Disney Plus, And then they're getting caught and saying, whoops, we put it back. Sorry, it was an accident. Like, th- there's no way you can do this and have it come out. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, come out uh, true, to, true to form. So I, I have no interest in really it's seeing where go this right goes. It's going to go right to OnlyFans. That would be yeah. Disney only Disney yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm I sure know, it's coming. I know that Deadpool, <laughs> the last I saw, was on Hulu. Uh, I don't know if it's on. I I watch of all the streaming services. I watch Disney Plus the least. I have the least interest in uh, in Disney Plus, mainly for old stuff. Right. But I don't do that very often. Um, but like I don't like it's on Freebie, like which is a, a subsidy. Like you know, it's yeah. on these. S- streaming services that you can get for free but have ads. My eyes are glazing over because I don't have a TV. Yes, and I'm like, what I know. Are these words I know. Saying? I know. Yeah, but you have a <laughs> Do you phone. Just watch and, stuff yeah. on your phone. I don't only? watch stuff really. I just at don't all. Watch stuff. Wow. Yeah. He um, goes, but he hates the Batman. I went to the movie theater and saw the Batman, and he hated and that it. That movie was terrible. He hated Thank it. you for bringing it up again. Yes. Um, <laughs> did did you did either of you uh, see the thing about Stan Lee, like the the, the twenty year contract being extended for for Stan Lee through with through the CGI Disney. thing? Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if it'll actually end up being CGI, which is very Please uncanny no. valley and creepy. Like I said, uh, it I don't worked. Want that. It worked with Harold Ramis in Ghostbusters Afterlife because it was a Ghostbusters. I movie. cried. Yeah, I cried that last scene. Well, they're not going to be able to do that. I cry a lot though, Um, but that movie, that scene got me. (laughs) So so they're not going to be able to do that with with Stanley. It's going to be like it's fine if they want to put his likeness up in posters and stuff. That makes sense. But if they actually do the uncanny valley stuff, it's going to be creepy. I think that That kind of thing illegal. I genuinely think I don't know. I don't agree with that, but I I like the sentiment because I I think it cheapens death. Like all these CGI things where you bring back people, like when uh, Kanye brought uh, Kim's father back to life for that thing did you see that the hologram or tupac hologram or tupac. Um, those really bother me uh the other ones, I, I think it, it should be illegal because it's stealing it's well, stealing life. somebody's his, 
It's like reverse sacrifice. Likeness. His likeness is owned by a company called Pow Entertainment. But uh, that should be illegal. Yep. You should not be able to buy someone. Did anybody even in death? Did you, I don't I don't know if you would have seen it. It wasn't a movie, but it was like there there was stuff that came out like when uh, when he was close to death. He was going through all of these problems with his management. He was getting ripped off for millions of dollars. They yep. had him at like a comic con, and he was like being propped up. We can like he could barely keep his eyes open, yeah, and it was the most tragic thing I've ever seen. There was also if. I I remember correctly and I could be misremembering that like they were having him sign comics with like blood like like where you know where they put what? the blood in the in the pen in signing comics uh, uh like all this stuff like he was being extremely huh? he was very clearly <laughs> being taken that. he was very clearly being taken advantage of at the end of his life and seeing this go on is actually worse this episode has convinced it's me digital that hollywood slavery. is all cannibals and, and yes and the uh the movie i was thinking about yesterday the robin wright movie was called uh the congress uh and it's a movie where she sells she's like she has like a struggling career and she sells her likeness to a studio who can then use the, the her likeness for anything. That's so imagine, literally the Black Mirror episode yeah. about Ashley O. Yeah, uh, imagine Stan Lee because uh, you know Stan Lee has even been called problematic by Disney standards. Even though he was famously he had Stan Lee's soapbox, he was uh, he had his own political views that he put into his uh, stuff, but far more artfully than anybody right. manages to do now. God help us. Yep. But uh, like, there's going to be a time when Disney's so progressive that Stan Lee wouldn't have been. Uh, down with whatever they're doing yeah. and they're going to use his image yeah. to push that message and it's going to suck. They'll put a white hood over his head. <laughs> but, well, sorry guys. But like but, I, that's part of free speech. You that's compelled speech. Yes. If your likeness is being used to say something that you did not ever like consent to saying. Mm -hmm. Oops. Yep. Just dropped a bunch of money sacks. Um <laughs> that's compelled here on Pop speech. Yes. Like that's not okay. How is that legal? It's weird. So I, I'm because I, his because <laughs> his like uh, what do you call it? You know his uh, estate is yeah. okay with it, and the estate like, is now why, him. Like why did they just come into ownership of his entire personhood? The Guardian reports that's that why. It's because of that. So I'm going to read a little bit of this. It says uh, the bra uh, the brain behind Marvel's most beloved superheroes co-founded Pow Entertainment in 2001, but shortly before his death, he filed a one billion dollar lawsuit against the company for fraud and conversion. The Guardian reports the lawsuit was filed uh, after he accused Pow Entertainment of licensing his name and likeness to Hong Kong-based company Cam Singh International without his permission. This is so creepy. Like, th and this is while he was still alive. So it says he stated that Pow Entertainment CEO Shane Duffy and co-founder Gil Champion had presented him with a non-exclusive license for Pow for him to sign under Kamsing International to use his likeness and other intellectual property. However, the contract turned out to be an exclusive agreement, which Lee said he would have never signed had he known. Hmm. He also claimed that the company made him sign the agreement as he cared for his terminally ill wife with his eyesight beginning to fail. Damn. This is the definition of elder abuse in, in using someone. Yep. Uh, however, Powell Entertainment said that Lee's allegations were completely without merit and the lawsuit was subsequently dropped months before his death. That doesn't mean there was no merit there. He was just dying and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, w without merit and the lawsuit was subsequently uh, dropped months before his death according to The Verge. After he dismissed the lawsuit, Lee said in a statement the whole thing has been confusing for everyone including myself and the fans but I am now happy to be surrounded by those who want the best for me. There was also a video of this it's just, oh God. you guys have to go back and like it's so creepy. The, the, he looked like he was constantly being like abused at the end of his this life. Terrible. Uh, and there was stuff like with his daughter and problems wow. with his daughter. It felt like he really kind of like 
gave up in a little bit when his wife died because they'd been married for so mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. It says after a period, uh, so it says he continued, I'm thrilled to put the lawsuit behind me and get back to business with my friends and colleagues at POW and launch the next wave of amazing characters and stories. After appearing in 37 feature films, uh, Hayward said to the Hollywood Reporter that audiences would love to see Lee on the silver screen again. Yeah, but would he want to be on the silver screen again? <laughs> we know that's he what would you love be, that, wouldn't you? Uh, that's what you should be a- you asking. Sickos. So it says the audience revered Stan... <laughs> And it's done with taste and class and respectful of who he was. Using his likeness will be welcomed, he said. He was a beloved personality, and long after you and I are gone, he will remain the essence of Marvel. That does not mean you should be making new con... Like, if you want to use him for posters and stuff, I guess. For characters that he created, I Mm -hmm. guess. But even then, you get into the idea of, like, was this a story that he wrote? Uh, Is this a story that he would have written? They're Dr. Seussing him. Yeah. Because I have kids... I have books that I bought from my kids that are Dr. Seuss, but they weren't written by Dr. Seuss and they are clearly not written by Dr. Seuss. It's a shame. Like what? Uh, I don't remember the titles, but like you could just tell like the estate said you can write as Dr. Seuss and you see the other author's name on the cover and it does, the language is just not as exciting as yeah. actual mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss. So it's not as well done. Not nearly as well done. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Ricky Gervais is, um, he's kind of like one, he's like a level or two above Piers Morgan. Right, he, he's less of the. He, it feels like he actually was part of like the anti-cancel culture movement, kind of not cancel culture, the product which we have been harping on here that it is definitely a product that they are selling I don't you. Know. But he didn't. I, I don't like him. Uh, don't like you don't like vibes. Ricky? You, you don't like, like Ricky? No. Oh wow. Why not? Uh, <laughs> it's just like what he's saying is correct. I just don't like that he's saying it. He's just a smarmy British. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Has Chris Carr Chris, been talking to her? Uh, about British I hated people? British people before I got <laughs> okay. here. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't actually hate British people, uh, ladies and gentlemen. She I'm doesn't. Kidding. We just had a British listener about to send money until that. Yeah, he's like, Zoink, not Forget it. Unsubbed. No <laughs> pounds. Done. No pounds for you guys. Uh, <laughs> no pence. No <laughs> quids. Nothing. Uh, when he asked if he would change his jokes during his work hiatus due to COVID 19, Gervais said, It's always evolving. There was a thought, will this be out of date? And then I realized that when you're dealing with, you know, Famine, AIDS, cancer, Hitler, those dudes are evergreen. So you're not, uh, they're not going to, uh, they're not going to, they don't date. So he's saying that if you have actual like uh, uh, balls, you can make jokes about that stuff. Uh, and it's always funny, but yeah. most people don't because. It's not always funny. Uh, I, okay. It always has the potential it to right. be funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, it always has. When, the when Ricky Gervais <laughs> does it, it's not funny. Hitler, right? Am I right, <laughs> Am I guys? Right? <laughs> 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 Uh, the audience the audience laughed reeling at his comment as Colbert uh, replied there is no audience that isn't going to love that and he joked uh, oh yeah so it says you'll find them yeah yeah, it says I deal with taboo subjects because I want to take the audience to a place it hasn't been before I mean he's not says like he's not taking him to a place they haven't been before he's taking him to a place they haven't been since like 2012 when you were allowed to actually tell this stuff and not have a bunch of weird blue haired people yelling at you Uh, now you just have to have slightly more uh courage to do this which mm-hmm. they don't have they don't because they are in the entertainment class it's, and they're deeply insecure like people ryan long has that uh, has that uh, courage and he has a, a decent sense of humor there's a couple of others yeah. but in general comedy yeah, is very is very lackluster yeah. now Mark norman does it Who? mark norman i don't know him. uh louis ck is still doing it Chappelle clearly Chappelle, yeah Chappelle. Yeah. uh Chappelle's does, uh, uh C- uh, Louis C.K. always comes up, but always in the context of like he 
That was he jerked off in front of yeah. me, and that Again, was bad. In front of weird, the door. Weird, but his comedy is still good. His last special <laughs> was incredible. That apparently Separating ended up art from the artist. <laughs> that apparently exactly. ended up being false. That he did not stand in front oh, of the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, those are never mind. Don't sue us. He um, actually ate them. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> he ate them and, and then sued him for Come up with something original. <laughs> Goodness. Johnny Depp and Army Hammer and Louis C.K. will form their own version of the Justice League. Uh, and it will be ve- it will be their version of the of uh, the Injustice I'm League. Like it will be very it'll be very bad. Watch this. <laughs> uh, he had he added humor gets us over bad stuff. That's why I laugh about terrifying and bad things. You kind of have to be able to laugh about awful stuff if you're going to get through life. A lot of people who I've noticed the people who can't tend to look like they age faster. Uh, when you take everything that seriously all the time Mm -hmm. and nothing can be humorous. Like a lot of times when bad stuff happens to me, I have to be able to find the humor in it because it's like, you know, like what what history of substance abuse, your own problems in your life. You have to be able to laugh at at yourself. uh, And I can do that most of the time. (laughs) But if you can't do it even at uh, jokes on other people's behalf, Mm -hmm. you're going to like, if you have to be offended on other people's behalf, your life is going to be very long and arduous. And it's just, uh, I can't imagine wanting to live. You actually, you skipped over my favorite quote and it's, uh, I think people get offended. Uh, he said when they mistake the subject of the joke for the actual target, right? Like that's so many things. Like I know so many people who they're like, I'll never listen to so-and-so because they might've heard them say a certain word or a certain yeah. phrase, but out of, co- it's only out of context because they just don't want to hear that. You know, they, they're reviled by it. But that's the polarization causes people to do yeah. that because they stop checking out. They stop looking for things from other sources. They stop taking in information from people. They may, uh, you know, you may disagree with 80% of someone, but that 20% you do agree with might help you uh, go down avenues you hadn't explored before. And right. comedy is a good way to do that. I think, because if you can get over the polarization uh, and the, in getting offended, you can, broach really difficult subjects in a way mm-hmm. that allows you to I don't know if feeling safe is the word but um, it's, no it's not safe it's supposed to like catch you off guard yeah and understand yourself a little better yes it's, you know? it kind of shocks the truth into you mm-hmm. in right. a way that's why I'm I'm like so anti-censorship because if I can't hear the things that might offend me or go against the way I think I'm not gonna be able to either change the way I think about it or build my own thoughts immune system to make yeah. my argument better absolutely right? Absolutely. Mary, were there any super chats there? We got a couple. Slice of Lime says, I have just one question. Would you have Johnny Depp's waffles or Amber Heard's pancakes? Choose wisely. Um, Old night from Last Crusade. As long as she didn't make them in a bed, maybe Amber Heard's pancakes. <laughs> uh, I don't be know. Be careful. If, I, I, I don't That's know. That's not if, Nutella. I, I don't know. Depp's, Depp's might be fun because the powder might be interesting on top. <laughs> uh, there's so many choices. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Johnny Depp's was that his Johnny Depp's waffles? waffles? Just to be safe, I'm gonna All go. Right. I'm gonna go there. We just got done talking I'd about say. substance abuse, dude. Uh, Come on. <laughs> but maybe French toast. Yeah, can we I'm, compromise? I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm choosing. Cara Delevingne's. You're French okay with toast. French toast, but not British people. I think. <laughs> yeah. this goes crazy. Um, waffles sensei says the answer is always waffles. Clearly, that is clearly true. Waffles, yeah. waffles sensei is right. The they don't shout out to Waffle House. Yes. Shout out. That would do. That would be his name. <laughs> if he got to, we had, we had a discussion the other day about uh, like how you like. If you like your nickname, it never sticks. Like uh, it, it only sticks when you don't want that nickname. Yeah. yeah uh, so so uh, uh, whenever somebody says something, gives you a nickname that you really like, you have to be like, oh man, I don't want to be called that. <laughs> That's what you do. Um, 
good to know. Also, Life this guy lesson. named Dave was in the chat earlier, and he named another breakfast food. He said, Brett is a spicy little frittata. <laughs> 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 He's a spicy Latinx frittata. That's the, his new nickname. My, Perfect. Yeah. My, Perfect. My, my new favorite conspiracy <laughs> theory is that I'm somehow uh, of... Uh, of Latinx heritage. Yes, that's that seems that seems to be a thing. If it's I don't in the know. YouTube comments, it's true. It, I think it must be. It yeah. must be true. <laughs> yep. uh, I don't know who started that, but they're my favorite person. I do tan fairly well in the summer, but otherwise, I, I don't. I they don't think I pass. See that? Yes, I, I don't think we're gonna I'd take pass. a blood test on air. I am not doing none of that ancestry.com <laughs> stuff. That is that is a scam right yeah, there. No, that's, that's how they, that's how they clone you. That's data collection right yes. there. Yeah. Right. All right, guys. Uh, Shane, thank you so much for coming today, thank man. Thank you, guys. Uh, I love it here. Tell everyone where they can find you and updates on the book. Uh, I am Shane Cashman on all those ungodly websites, and you can find Tales from the Inverted World on YouTube, Spotify, all those other things. And uh, shout out to TimCast.com where Mary writes awesome articles oh, and thanks. where Brett and I learned how to start doing this in this very room with the members only podcast for inverted world. Oh. Shout out to that money. Yes. And um, you can go check out those podcasts that Brett and I uh, filmed in this room like last winter, which I'm very proud of. And yep. I thank you to Brett for doing all those. Yep. And uh, yeah, we have a new book coming out this summer and podcasts and all that good stuff. Very excited about the new book. Yeah. That is, that is very cool. And billboards, right? <sighs> Yeah, really? I just took pictures wow. of my big dumb face downstairs. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. I'm excited. It's yeah. going to be incredible. Yeah. Mary, where can they find you? Oh, but uh, actually read that super chat before yeah. we go. Yeah, uh, Taryn Jones said, we need comedy to keep us from getting too comfortable, but also to bring us together. We can all laugh about the human condition that is universal. So true. Word. That's very, like, to I me, like that. one of the things about it is, is like, uh, humor used to be a universal concept for everyone, and I don't know if that's come to the part where, like, you used to laugh with people you were around. You made jokes with people that you were around, so you already had things in common, right? So uh, the jokes that you made uh, were in the company of people that you knew the sensibilities of, so you could kind of gauge what they believed, uh, how far you could go. Is that how it works? Not I used to just make bad jokes. You have is yourself is you're laughing yourself like a psychopath no that's what i do it to me what it is is now uh when you tell these jokes you're telling them to a larger audience Mm so uh they had a discussion the other day about like the idea of shared history and shared experience Mm -hmm. and i don't think that it's that there's no shared experience anymore it's that everybody is now so closely connected because of the internet that what you valued at 12 years old isn't necessarily going to be something that somebody else that responds to you valued because they didn't either live geographically near right. you. I don't know if the idea of universal uh, of the universality of that is really real. I think it's more that you're just now more closely connected via the internet to everyone. Yeah. So you don't really have a way of having universal connection yeah. because the life experience is still very different because you're still gathering a lot of that from the real world. But we've uploaded our identities so much to the internet and the internet has be condensed life globally into a small town where that, that is, I think the case. And people are bumping into each other. Yeah. 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 Yep. But we still are, everyone's offended by everything no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah. Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram <laughs> or WeChat at Closer Kitty. And like Shane said, I post articles on the Timcast website sometimes. Whoop. And I promote them on Instagram. She does do that. Guys, you can follow me on Instagram if you so desire, at Brett Dasovic. It's mostly skating on there, but I also, I have my own uh, hot takes and opinions on movies. I actually talk about stuff I like in my stories because it's like we do this and it feels like a lot of it is like dissecting and complaining. Things so, Brett likes time. Yeah. It's, I'm going to have a so pod- positive on Instagram. I, I, <laughs> and I'm like the anti-positive on Instagram. Yeah, like I, I like it. I try to keep it positive. Yeah. On, like I talk about the shows that I like on Instagram. See that? I, I did stink bug, guys. <laughs> 
You have no idea how many of them are. Peter's going to write in now. Yes. Uh, They're so going to chain themselves. At Brett Dasvik on Instagram. We are on YouTube every day, as you know, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is 12 p.m. Pacific. So if you're in California, you can listen to us and watch us on your lunch break. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we are also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, all of those places where you can listen to the podcast. If you choose not to watch, I definitely have a face for radio. And then for social media, you can find us on Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis. We are on Twitter at Pop Culture Crisis under or at Pop Culture underscore show. And then we are also on Instagram and there's at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. Mary and Dane, uh, Dave, upload stuff there. <laughs> Keep it interesting. Me and my. <laughs> My social media intern, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) They upload stuff there every day, guys. We will be back with another episode with Hannah Claire tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.